Praise God. The title of the message is The Lord is with us. The Lord is with us. Sometimes people have this sense, well, you know, I know the Lord is with me. But when you look at the promise that the Lord is with us, it's quite specific. So the Lord is with Christians in a general sense, but there's a specific promise that he makes that I am with you. You know, he, when he was talking to Jacob in Genesis 28, he says, Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go and will bring you back to this land, for I will not leave you until I have done what I have spoken to you. So the Lord came down and visited Jacob and promised to be with him until he had achieved his purpose and brought him back into the land. Are you with me? So the promise that the Lord is with us is a specific promise that he is with those who have surrendered themselves to him to do his will. So he comes and visits that person in power, in provision, in divine intervention to achieve his will that that person has surrendered themselves to do. So if you surrender yourself to Jesus Christ to do his will, to do his work, whatever is his destiny for your life, he will come in a very specific way and visit you. Let's have a look at Matthew 28. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples. That's a specific command. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and commanding them to do all things that I have commanded you teaching them to observe all things that I've commanded you. And then he says, And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. There is a specific promise that when you lean in to do God's will, to do God's work, to do God's purpose, to do that which he has commanded you to do, he will come in power to fulfill what he has called you to do. He will come and be present with you. So yes, he is with us, but he is with us in a different way when we surrender ourselves to him and we say, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Whatever you want me to do, yes, Lord, I'm here for you. And he will come in power and in divine supernatural provision. He will come to intervene and to do amazing things because you have surrendered to do his will and you can only do it if he's present. If God is for us, who can be against us? 
So when you're doing his will, even if you have stirred up all of hell, if God is for us, who can be against us? Sometimes Christians miss out on this promise that the Lord is present in power because they have chosen a carnal way of life. <laughs> because they have chosen to go their own way. And many times we think, some of us think, that we know better than God. That we're wiser than he is. I think in the last couple of weekends we've had two men, the last month, um, you know, two men and uh, the first guy, his name's Mark, he looks like he likes to lift weights and stuff and the power of God came on him, got located by the Holy Spirit and uh, I challenged him to try to get off the floor and this strong muscular guy, there was no way he could not get off the floor for I don't know how long, 10, 15 minutes the same thing, I think, um, week before last in Newcastle. The Lord located this man. He just couldn't get off the floor because there is someone wiser and stronger than you. And when you yield to his wisdom and yield to his power, he will come in a present way. I am with you. And he will fulfill his work, his purpose, his destiny for your life in a way that you, you would never experience by going off on your own merry way and going, well, you know, I like to do this and, uh, you know, I've got these problems in my life so I'm gonna, I can satisfy myself with these addictions and, and all this sort of stuff. But if you will surrender to him and, and seek to fulfil his command for your life, and obey his word, he will come and be very present. What then shall we say to these things, all these problems? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? There is a level where you're struggling and struggling and struggling. But there is another level where you enter into this realm of the kingdom of heaven where Jesus is present fighting for you in his kingdom with his angels. And he, he's amazing. In Matthew 14.22, Jesus said to his disciples... It says, immediately Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him on the other side. Sometimes Jesus will instruct you to do something simple that you may not think is very important. And so you may think, well, I'll just do my own thing. Jesus made them get into the boat and commanded them to go to the other side. Sometimes when Jesus commands us to do something, hell gets disturbed when we start the journey. And so the wind began to come against them. Now when evening came, Jesus was there alone on the mountain. But the boat was now in the middle of the sea, 
It was tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. Now in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them, walking on the sea. See, that they were in danger, perhaps, of drowning. But Jesus had sent them on a mission. So it was his responsibility to come to them in the middle of the sea, for I am with you, I will never leave you nor forsake you, and deliver these men. When you surrender your heart to Jesus, when you surrender your life to Jesus, and you begin to embark on the journey that he has for your life, he will come in power. He will come in divine intervention. Send his angels. He will come and be with you to deliver, bless, and provide. It's a specific promise of the scripture to those who choose to obey him. And immediately Jesus spoke to the disciples saying, Be of good cheer, it is I. Do not be afraid. Let us not get so caught up in the problems of this life that we don't even recognise Jesus when he comes. Let us keep our focus on him. He is here. He is present. You know, to live by faith day by day, is to draw on the power of heaven. Instead of, oh, dear me, I've got this pain. Oh, dear me, I've got this problem. To, it's like sucking on God day by day when you trust him. When you surrender your life to him, he will walk with you. He will be present with you to do the miraculous and to do what you cannot do because he is God. And when Jesus got into the boat, those who were in the boat came and worshipped him, saying, truly, you are the Son of God. And um, you know, imagine Jesus is with us in this room right now. He is the Son of God. Praise God. Don't get overcome and overwhelmed by your problems. Give your life to Jesus and then fervently desire to follow him and go for it. Turn to your neighbour and say, just go for it. I can't hear you. Just go for it. <laughs> Let's look at Acts 18 verse 9. Paul had been commanded by the Lord to preach. And the Lord spoke to Paul in the night by a vision. Do not be afraid, but speak. And do not keep silent, for I am with you. So maybe you're you're really pressing up against family resistance as you try to, to share with your children, your grandchildren about the gospel. Do not be afraid. Do not keep silence. For I am with you, and no one will attack you to hurt you, for I have many people in the city. And he continued there a year and six months, teaching the word of God among them. Why was it possible that he continued to teach the word? Because someone was with him. Amen. So get it into your brain that you're not alone. You're not alone. You know, when it seems like you're doing it alone and everyone's abandoned you, 
He will never fail you, never forsake you. <coughs> 2 Timothy 4.16 At my defence, no one stood with me, but all forsook me, Paul says. May it not be charged against them. You know, all the disciples left Paul when he had to defend himself. But the Lord stood with me and strengthened me. It's a specific promise that if you will do God's work, do his will for your life, you've only got one life. And those who are a bit older realise how short it is. You've only got one life. Give yourself over to do the work of Christ and he will strengthen you. Turn to your neighbour and say, he has a job for you to do. Get over yourself. You know, <coughs> there are some people here and, you know, I, I, you put your feet up and you're watching the soapies, you're watching all rubbish on TV, you know, and you've only got one life and you're just wasting it. Why not surrender to Jesus? Do what David Wilkinson did. He took all the TVs out of his house, put them in the back of his ute, drove off into the bush and shot them all with his shotgun. <laughs> Amen. Any farmers here got some guns? Ever used them on a TV? Amanda's um, one of those Republicans and She's from Virginia, United States. She believes in her guns. So. so just treat her nice afterwards. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, but the Lord stood with me, Paul says, and strengthened me so that the message might be preached fully through me and that all the Gentiles might hear. Also, I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion. And in other parts, in Acts, Paul talks about how he battled lions. So... The Lord gave him strength to, to preach the gospel, but he also delivered him out of a lion. And the Lord will deliver me from every evil work and preserve me for his heavenly kingdom. To him be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Are you doing God's work? This message is meant to encourage you so that you can take hold of this specific promise that he is with you in power to help you. If you will give yourself to do his work, to, to surrender your life to him, he will come to you in a special way so that you have the power and the strength to do what he wants you to do in this life. Turn to your neighbour and say, why do it on your own? Now, in the ministry, if you are not aware or you're lacking faith that, or just in life that Jesus is with you to provide for your needs because of doubt what can enter in is covetousness or greed. But if you believe that God is sufficient to provide all your needs then you will be content because he is with you to provide. So Hebrews 
My grandfather, when I was probably 10, he wrote me a letter because we didn't have email back then, and he quoted this scripture. Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I, not, I will not fear. What can man do to me? God is with us. So you can leave off the greed, the covetousness, the, the pursuit of wealth and all that. Why would you want to waste your time following all that when you know that God is your father? He is with you and he will provide for you. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I can, I'm having a vision of farmers looking at their neighbor's tractor, you know, and, oh, I wish I had this one, you know. Isn't your heavenly father rich? Amen. Praise God. So the Lord is with us. Even when we're experiencing opposition, he is with us to achieve his purpose in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so, you know, a good man's steps are directed by the Lord. So because the Lord is with us, and he has a mind and intelligence and he's wiser than you are and you are trusting in him. He will begin, he will do things that you go, wow, that was amazing. He will intervene in your life in miraculous ways and supernatural ways and you'll go, wow, God, you are amazing. Like I didn't even ask about that. You're just continually trusting in him and he is with you to deliver you, to help you, to strengthen you, to provide for your lives. Amen. So um, we read in Genesis 26 uh, about Isaac's, Isaac and his servants were digging for wells and he was getting opposition and all this. And he went up from there to Beersheba. And the Lord appeared to him the same night and said, I am the God of your father Abraham. Do not fear, for I am with you. I will bless you and multiply your descendants for my servants Abraham's sake. So he built an altar there and called on the name of the Lord. And he pitched his tent there. And there Isaac's servants dug a well. A well. So in the midst of opposition... God had promised him the land. The midst of opposition, people taking his wells and so on, the Lord says, I am with you. Turn to your neighbor and say, he is with you. He is with you. He is with you to achieve his purpose in your life. The things that he promises us in his word, he is with us to specifically give them to us. Amen. Don't give me a dead religion. I'm not interested in it. Give me a living Christ who works and talks and does things when people trust in him. Amen. Praise God. Amen. I'm going to finish with the words of the Lord. Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go. For I will not leave you until I have done.
what I've spoken to you. Amen. Amen. There is a specific promise that Jesus will come to you and to do that which is purposed in your, your life. And he will stay with you until that's done. Amen. His manifest presence will be with us. His anointing will be upon us to do that which he has called you to do. Amen. Praise God. But if God is for us, why wait? Get on with the work. Whatever it is that God has called you to do, do it. Amen. Why not? Why wait? Turn to your neighbour and say, why wait? <coughs> turn off your neighbour and say, turn off for t- turn, on- turn to your neighbour and say, turn off for TV. Get on with it. He will prosper your going out and your coming in. Amen. Praise the Lord.